Hey y'all, welcome to the Unleashed Strength and Conditioning Podcast and Radio Show. My name's Jamie Reyna, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about COVID-19 and how it's affected everyone these last few months. But before we get into that, I want to tell you a little bit about who I am, where I'm from, what I do, why I started the podcast in the first place, and what initially got me interested in fitness. I am originally from a small town north of Lubbock, Texas, about a square mile big, 2,000 or so people. I moved to Central Texas after high school and graduated from Texas State University with a bachelor's degree in exercise and sports science, and I've been working as a physical therapy technician at an outpatient facility for about two years now. I've worked with patients as young as eight years old all the way up to people in their 90s, and I build really good relationships with these patients, y'all. Like, they tell me about what their weekend plans are, they tell me all about their grandchildren, who's coming over for Thanksgiving, what's going on for Christmas. And at times, I feel like I don't even have a job, y'all. Like, I wake up in the morning and all I have to do is go work out with these people. And we work on moving correctly, performing exercises correctly, and we rehabilitate whatever whatever injury that they're in for. And it's awesome. Like, I love what I do with all my heart and soul. I really do feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives, and that's all I could ever hope for in a profession. Health and fitness has played a pretty major role in my life, throughout my life. Um, In high school, I was an athlete, and then uh, in college, that didn't quite carry on. Uh, I gained a few pounds, but... About three years ago, I was involved in a pretty, pretty horrific car accident, and I had to be airlifted to Lubbock. I broke multiple bones, my hip, my wrist, my ankle. I spent about a month in the hospital, uh, another month in an inpatient facility, and probably after that, seven to nine more months in an outpatient clinic, and I still wasn't even 90% the way. Um, I ended up making the t- decision myself to continue my my rehabilitation on my own in the gym. I kind of had my background in physical therapy and exercise. I knew what my deficits were, and so I worked on it, and that's really how I got into fitness. It just became a regular thing for me to be in the gym working on all of those things that I I just wasn't able to do. Um, I couldn't do lunges very well. My squat was terrible. I didn't have enough dorsiflexion in my ankle to perform a squat without falling on my ass. And I had a really bad Trendelenburg gait for a long time. And for those of you who don't know what that is, um, the Trendelenburg gait is when you've got weakness in your, your glute med, so you you have an uncontrollable limp. I was actually pretty self-conscious about it for a while. Um, I could always see people out of the corner of my eye as I walked by staring at me, and it just really made me self-conscious about what I looked like, and it was it was a terrible feeling. I hated that feeling, and that drove me to concentrate more on being in the gym and getting strong again, and as time went by, I got stronger. I finished school. I had a really strong background in exercise and exercise science 
and I began to train people. Shortly after that, I, I got into obstacle course racing, and I ran the Rugged Maniac was my very first obstacle course race, and I just fell in love with it. It's so much fun. It gives me something really good to train for. After that, I ran the Warrior Dash and my very first Spartan Sprint last year. Then I ran another Rugged Maniac. I was registered to run the Spartan Sprint in San Antonio last month, but it got canceled due to everything going on. I'm also registered for the Spartan, my first Spartan Super in Austin, Texas next month, so we'll see if that doesn't get postponed. Uh, I really hope not, because I've been, I've been really looking forward to it. So it's pretty safe to say that for about a year now, I've been wanting to put out a podcast, and I just, you know, I just kept putting it off and putting it off and saying, I don't got time, I've got a lot going on right now, and just excuse after excuse, but with the coronavirus and everything now I don't I don't I can't use that excuse I've got plenty of time on my hands but I guess now is just as good a time as any to to start this out and I I wanted to start this podcast you know start the Instagram create a brand I wanted to create a brand that people could trust to put out quality content because I feel like it's too often that I see people following blindly they follow people on Instagram that are posting their workouts posting different exercises and saying do this do this this is going to make you better but they don't have any any knowledge behind it they say do this this and this if you want to look like me and you know it's it's human nature we want to follow the people that look good because we hope to to reach that point to where we look that good and I think we just need to be more conscious about who we follow and make sure that we're following people who you get quality and credible information from. You know, because each, each one of us reacts to exercise differently. What works for one is not going to work for another person. What works for me might not work for you, and that's perfectly fine. My goal is to find that specific thing that works for that specific person. And I think that's the way that we should be approaching exercise and personal training. My number one goal as a fitness professional is to to help make you feel better about yourself, to be healthier, to live a healthier lifestyle, to slow down the aging process. And I think that the best way for me to do that is to teach you the exercises and how to perform the movements correctly and not just to show you. Because I can throw crazy hit workouts up on the gram all day long, but if I don't teach you how to, to retract your shoulder blades and not round your back during the deadlift and drive, in, drive through your heels, you're going to wreck your back. And that's what we're trying to avoid. One of my favorite sayings is if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, but if you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for the rest of his life. And I truly believe that we need to take that mentality into our programming with our clients. And that's something that you're going to get with me all the time. I'm not going to just show you. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to tell you what you're doing, why you're doing it, and the the best way for you specifically to perform that exercise. Switching gears a little bit, we'll talk a little bit more about COVID-19 and how it's really changed the world that we're living in today. You know, it was probably around early March when things started to get a, a bit more serious and events started to get canceled businesses were shutting down and large gatherings were beginning to be discouraged and toilet paper started flying off the shelves don't even get me started on that and grocery stores were being emptied out no dry foods no meats it's it's been a really wild past past few a couple of months I I really I don't think it really hit people until they they shut down all of the gyms and health clubs and 
they shut down all the bars and restaurants were not allowing people to dine in. I think that's when people really started to take a step back and and realize, whoa, this this is happening. You know, this isn't this is a global pandemic, and I think I I need to be more more cautious. And with all the gyms being closed, I mean, home workouts are all the rage right now. I went to academy the other day, and there was not a dumbbell in sight. Exercise equipment is very hard to come by at this point in time, and that that just blows my mind. Because a, a month ago, you could get you could basically basically go anywhere and get anything that you needed, and now you can't. That's that's so wild to me. And in the last month, I think I've seen more people post their home workouts than I did my entire college career. And that's perfectly fine. I'm I'm glad everybody's staying active, and I'm I'm glad people are are being physically active, and everybody's stay, everybody's moving. It's very important for us to 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 continue to stay active, as as we're we're quarantining and um, working on flattening the curve. But it just brings us back to that that subject matter that we need to make sure that we're not following people, who are telling you what to do, but have no knowledge on the subject. For those of you who are afraid that because you can't get under a bench right now or under a squat rack that you're going to lose your gains with all the gyms being closed, I'm here to tell you that that's not 100% true. Recent studies are showing that performing sets to failure are yielding similar hypertrophy results in as little as 30% your one rep max. So not only can you maintain your hypertrophy gains, but you can actually improve them a little bit. The results for strength training were uh, less positive, so you might lose some strength, but you're, you could definitely retain your size. And for those of you who use the excuse that you don't have any equipment, I mean, you really don't need much. If, if you've got a good set of resistance bands, that's, that's more than enough. There's, you can do a lot of good with some resistance bands, and if you don't have that, you've got your body weight. Calisthenics can go a long way. It's a great form of exercise. Pull-ups, push-ups, dips, air squats. I mean, the the list goes on. There's there's plenty to do with calisthenics, and as like I said, as long as you're performing these sets to failure, you're gonna you're gonna maintain your size. I'm actually really curious to see how all of this affects these smaller health clubs in the future. I mean, everybody's doing their own home workouts, and they're seeing like, hey. I can do this on my own. I don't really need a gym membership. I'm I'm seeing the same results. I don't, why do I need to go back? I'm curious to see how this plays out. You know, I think as the world continues to struggle through this global pandemic, it's it's very important that we remain true to who we are. We remember where we came from, and we're humbled in knowing that things that are so easily accessible at one point might all of a sudden not be. With businesses shutting down and people losing their jobs across the country it's it's imperative that we we take this with us and we we use this experience as a teaching tool to not only teach others or not to only teach your children but to teach yourself resilience and and remember how we bounce back from this you know five ten years down the road i want to give a shout out to all the essential workers all the doctors the nurses everyone working in healthcare. They're on the front lines battling this virus. They're risking their health and their well-being and potentially the well-being of their their families. I want you to know that 
It does not go unnoticed. We do see you, and we appreciate the risk that you are all taking. I believe that we as a people are, are going to come back from this, and we're going to come back stronger than ever once this is over. Well, that'll do it for the very first episode of the Unleashed Strength and Conditioning podcast and radio show. I cannot thank you guys enough for listening to me rant for 10 minutes. I really do appreciate it. Go follow me on Instagram at unleashed.tx. Look me up on Facebook. Um, like I said, this is my very first time recording, so be sweet to me. Scroll down to the bottom. Give me a five-star review. Share the podcast with your family and friends. Make sure to sub- subscribe. Um, I really do want to work on getting you guys some quality content out every week or so, but uh, until then, stay fit, my friends.